What is up, DGAFers? Question for you. Have you ever heard of 75 Hard? <gasps> We've been hearing all about it. We've actually heard it about it a little while ago and didn't really look too much into it. We thought it sounded nuts. And then we've been seeing a lot of people we know and just people on social media doing it. And we wanted to share our thoughts. Yeah. So we wanted to, that's what actually got us looking into it more was we saw everybody hashtagging it. And we talked about this in, in our full podcast episode today, but collectively the 75 hard hashtags have over 31 million views. Yeah. That's a shitload. Yeah. And we, so obviously with us being so anti killing yourself over the way you look and Mm -hmm. trying though, I think the one thing, so obviously we're really against anything that's going to interrupt your, um, hunger cues Mm -hmm. and keep you from listening to your body and respecting it in a way that you're actually being healthy. (laughs) Um, And one thing I want to mention is I know that 75 hard is marketed towards a mental toughness challenge, not a, I guess, fitness challenge. It don't matter what they call it. No, it is bullshit. Yeah. Well, because you're working out twice a day, you are reading personal development, drinking a shit ton of water. You're what else are you doing? Taking progress pictures you're on a every diet. day. You're not drinking alcohol. You're not supposed to have sugar. You're not supposed to ever cheat on anything. Nope. You have to do every single thing every single day. And if you don't, you're a failure you have to start over. You have to just go back to day one. Okay. So that's like the real quick gist of 75 hard. And we just, we really kind of rip it to shreds in this episode. So just yeah. be prepared for that because We want you to have that understanding why this can cause negative side effects, what those side effects are, and how sneaky it can be. Like Mm -hmm. those side effects can come up out of freaking nowhere. It doesn't matter if you have a healthy relationship with food, with exercise right now. Chances are at the end of 75 days, your relationship with your body, with food, with exercise, it's going to be much different than it is right now. Yes. And if you're sitting here like, well, wait, it's supposed to just be like a challenge where you're supposed to be moving your body more and drinking. How is that bad? And drinking water and reading a book. Listen, it's we're not anti-health. No. Okay. We just did a podcast episode about because we're anti-diet culture and anti-the bullshit, we're not anti-health. We wholeheartedly believe in moving your body. We mm-hmm. mean, believe in exercise. We believe that you should drink water or you will die. We believe you should eat vegetables. <laughs> yes. You should eat healthy foods. It's not, right. it's not that. It's it's taking everything to the extreme. I mean, we also believe in goal setting. We think we that's very, very healthy. We believe in routine. We believe in habits. However, when you take it to this extreme, it is devastating. It's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. Yeah. So we share our thoughts on that. Obviously, you can kind of get the vibe of what it's going to be about, but we go in depth as to why it's disconnecting you from hunger cues and, and all the things. Yeah. Um, and if you're doing it right now, we just want to preface, and we preface this in the episode, that we're not bashing you. No. It's your choice. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. Just hear both sides of the story. So obviously you're hearing the guy who developed this and he thinks this is going to make you mentally tough and it's going to change your life forever and it's going to do all these things. Okay, that's his version, which we don't believe in. And then we have our version and there's just Mm -hmm. hear 
the facts on both sides, or I don't even know if I want to say facts for him, but just yeah. listen to both sides and then decide what you feel is best for you. Mm -hmm. If you decide that doing 75 hard is the best thing for you right now, go knock your freaking socks off and call us when you're done and you need help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all, right. all I have to say about that. Me too. All, all right. right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the, the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. So today we want to talk about the new, the newest fitness trend, fitness craze, 75 hard. And we want to preface this whole conversation with the fact that if this would have come about when Lauren and I, when we were so stuck in diet yes. culture and, and still wrapped up in that mentality, we would have been doing this right alongside. Oh, I told Jenna when we we were starting to see people talking about it and like, what the hell is this? Like, I didn't even know what it was right for the longest time because I'm like, I'm not into all that. And I also don't follow fitness accounts and things anymore. So I'm like, what the hell is this 75 hour? And Jenna's like, oh my God. Yeah, I know. I heard about it. Oh my yeah. gosh. Let me tell you. It's so insane. I go, we're, we're going to talk about what it is here in a second. But I go, I would have one thing thousand percent done that you would have in the past and you know what's funny is I'm, it was probably six weeks ago that mm -hmm. I came to you and I was like I want to do an episode on 75 hard mm -hmm. and we were like eh, I don't know like is it really big enough I, like are, are people gonna know what we're talking about Yeah, like is it big enough that people are, are aware of this and we decided to do the episode because we we have some people in our lives that we have been kind of following on their journey and we're seeing them struggle in, in ways that could be avoided. And so we want to talk mm -hmm. about that today. Mm -hmm. um, but also, we really wanted to do this episode because the hashtags, 75 hard, 75 hard challenge, collectively, those hashtags, guess how many views they have? 31 million. Oh, God. So that means 31 million people are either doing 75 hard, thinking about it, following people who are doing it, and, and feeling some type of way, like feeling left out, feeling like they're not good enough because they're mm, not doing they're it. they're not doing it or they try to do it and they couldn't finish it or whatever the Because they is. quote unquote failed. Right. They had to start over. And it's just, it's, it's, it, we have to talk about this. Yes. So if you're on the fence thinking about maybe doing it, do not. We're going to talk about what it is. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about why we recommend absolutely not doing this. If you're currently doing this, and as you're listening, we're going to talk about some of the symptoms that come along with doing 
a challenge like this. And if you're experiencing any of these, A, it's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with you and you can stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to stop doing something hard. I promise you the symptoms will go away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay. So let's talk about what is this fitness trend? I Apparently, I think it started on TikTok is well, what I was gathering. We're trying to do some research, which the interesting part is the actual website, the guy who actually developed 75 hard, it was very hard to figure out what the fuck it was from his website. From his website. It's yes. like, oh, you want to, it reminds me of when we used to do multi-level marketing and they mm-hmm. were like, sell these products, but don't tell anyone what it Confuse is. Confuse the shit out of everyone yeah, and never tell them anything. No, show them the backside of the container you're drinking out of so no one knows, they have to ask you questions. Yeah. Like, and don't tell them anything. And if they ask how much stuff is, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Oh, God. Like, like it's so backwards. So bad and annoying. Okay. Anyway, um, so before we even go into what this is, I know you're probably like, what the hell? Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing about this Andy Frisella, who started 75 Hard, he's an author, he's a motivational speaker, a podcaster. He wrote a book called 75 Hard. And his claim is that it's going to help you take control of your life. We're going to talk about that in a second mm-hmm. here. But I also want to point out, he is a supplement company owner, which means he's, you know, producing some some type of supplements that go along with your your diet, with your your workouts, well, whatever. whatever. That is all a part of this whole diet culture thing that we're talking about. So the seventy one billion dollar diet industry, he is profiting off of that. So mm-hmm. anytime you're you're jumping into something with both feet like that, you've got to take a step back and think like is does this have my best interest at heart or is this profiting does this guy actually give a shit about me mm-hmm. hail to the no and this is why we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> he does not care he wants your five bucks to sign up for the app and he makes millions yeah and his supplements whatever the hell those are we don't yeah. know so lauren i i know this is near and dear to your heart why don't you rip into the the claims that he's Oh, okay. So um, first, let's tell them what it is. We'll just briefly go over what 75 hard is. Um, So apparently, okay, we'll we'll talk about this. Okay, so number one, you're supposed to work out twice a day for at least 45 minutes. Each time. Each time. And one of the workouts has to be outside. Yep. Okay, Okay. we're going to come back. We're going to We're going to rip all of these apart in a minute. So there's that. Then you have to follow a diet. Oh, a diet. Okay. What, what fucking diet? Coming okay, back. We're going to follow, which, which he says no alcohol or cheat meals. Okay. There's that. You have to drink four liters of water per day. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day. Take a five minute cold shower. And then you're supposed to take progress photos every single day. Every day. Every day for 75 days. Straight. So, um, that's 75 hard. Apparently he claims on his website that if you do this, you will have permanent changes. Yes, sir. That is true. You will permanently have a fucked up leg. You will probably like have knee issues. You're going to have an eating disorder probably afterwards or disordered eating. Mm-hmm. And your metabolism will then forever be blunted until you refuel it again. Right. That's the permanent side mm-hmm. of things. But he's right. saying you're going to have permanent changes in like weight loss and mindset shifts and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And A, that's just a marketing thing. That's, that's a complete marketing thing. He can't prove that. 
right. at, at all. Like he's not like following people until they die no. and seeing if like this has changed their life permanently in positive ways. So that's just made up. Right. And, and, you know, you always want to think is, is this challenge, is this something I can do forever? And I, <clears throat> I really encourage you to think about that here. What's going to happen on day 76, right? You're going to keep doing double workouts, you, drinking four liters of water, not eating any cheat meals, not eating any sugar, not drinking any alcohol. Hell no. I mean, I've done a three-day cleanse four times in my life. It was terrifying. Every single time on day four, I went to a winery and got a cheese plate mm-hmm. and bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. On day four. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would just go ham, eat pizza, go psych- psychotic yeah. because I was starving. But yes. that's, yeah, that's uh, yeah. another so, day. So his email came through to our inbox. And again, it, it lists all those things that, that 75 hard is. But then he talks about zero compromise, zero substitution. You have until you go to sleep to complete that day. If you fail, you fail. must start over on day one. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to cry for these people. I know. Well, and, and I mean, honestly, we, we are following some people right now who are doing this and, and the, really they've, they're kind of the inspiration behind this I know. because we have to share. We love you. If, if you're like, Oh my God, I feel like they're talking to me. Um, we love you, but we, we love you. We want to share this with you because you don't have to do this. No, no, no. And, and you know, a couple of the people that we're, we're referring to, are on day like five, six, mm-hmm. and are quote unquote failing and starting over. Mm-hmm. I mean, when well, some of the people we're following are getting injured, like in the hospital. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. And 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 on day like fifty something. Yeah. And so now they're like, I got to heal and then start over. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. There was a, a she made a post about it about how you know almost made it to day sixty, but she was a failure because. She couldn't finish day, all 75 days. We, I just like don't want anyone to take this the wrong way that we're just like being like, because we're really passionate about this. So we're probably, I mean, obviously we're getting fired up about it because it's just ridiculous what people can do to manipulate other people into like destroying their bodies. But we want for you to, for you to be happy in your body, for you to be eating and feeling good and not obsessed with food. We want you to not be injured. We That's why we're sharing this. We yeah. want you to be healthy and happy. And you don't have... I. This is what gets me fired up is when I see people say, the reason I'm doing this is to, you know, challenge my mental toughness and to challenge my willpower. And yeah, okay, I guess I could see that if you're not really looking into like how horrible this is and you're not understanding like how diet culture works. Like I can see how you can like think that I would have definitely thought that in the past. And I've done some crazy ass shit in the past fitness wise to prove that I'm tough, whatever you're tough. If you don't give into this bullshit Mm -hmm. and you treat your body with respect, you're tough when you're able to sit down at a meal and not feel guilt and shame and horrible about your body because you're eating a fucking pint of ice cream or whatever you're eating. Like, that's tough mm-hmm. when you're able to sit in your body and be happy with it. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not tough if you're out there killing yourself for no goddamn reason. Well, right. And I, and you know, it's like, oh, I want to challenge myself. I want to set goals. I want to achieve goals. Which and I get. We are not saying that goal setting is a bad no, thing. No, goal setting's great. It's great. But there's a, a way to do it that isn't going to come with all of these negative side effects like disordered eating, 
um, anxiety. I think that is the, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I experienced. And trust me when I say I came nowhere near doing the 75 hard challenge. But even when I was wrapped up in like working out every single day, re- doing my morning mm-hmm. routine every day, if I if I didn't feel like doing a workout or I woke up late or I, I didn't have time to do my routine, like my whole day, I was in the worst mood because I was so anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That isn't healthy. Not healthy. And I, same for me, you know, I, I've, I've gone really extreme. You guys, seriously, mm-hmm. I've gone so extreme. And I, I want to list off a couple things that I did extreme for weight loss. The things I'm going to mention are actually, some of them aren't really extreme if you like enjoy them. It's yeah. like, a, like a thing that you enjoy. Like, for example, I, I ran a marathon, which I don't think there's anything wrong if somebody likes to run and they want to run a marathon and they want to do it do it. I don't think it's not the reason I ran a marathon though, is because I wanted to, to lose weight. And then I got obsessive and wasn't eating a lot. And I was running 20 miles a day and like, it was getting really <laughs> yeah. bad. And, um, so I did that for weight loss and went completely overboard. I did that tough mutter. That's what it was called. I was trying to think about it. I did the tough mutter, which if you want to do that, do that. But I did it because I wanted to, I just thought in my head, the, the crazier, the workout, the the more intense it was, the less I had to worry about food. Yeah. That's, you know, so I would beat the shit out of my body. Did that, which was, I will never do that again. Um, And then I did a fitness competition, Mm -hmm. went to the freaking extreme with my eating and I would exercise two times a day. One would be an hour of cardio. Another would be, you know, 45 minutes of weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And all that did for me was a make my relationship with food so much worse because then I related eating with what exercise can I do to burn that off? That Mm -hmm. was a huge thing for me. I had lots of body pains and injuries. Um, mentally I just couldn't stop thinking about my body and thinking about the way I looked and you know, is this exercise going to make me more toned and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. So just know when you choose to do something to this level of extreme for whatever reason, There's a lot of consequences that come your way. You can be tough if you want to be strong. Let's say you're starting, I want to be strong. Like I want to start being like have more muscle and all that's fine. That's I'm all about wanting to be strong and and gaining muscle and all of that. But you can do that without doing shit like this. Right. So, so if you have been tossing this idea around or if you have been, if you even started 75 hard, why take a second and, and think about that? Like, are you doing it just because it's the new trend? Are you like, what's the reason behind you wanting to do this? And I mean, a big thing that keeps coming up is to gain control over your life. Yep. That's the big thing. And if I've learned one thing, <laughs> this is the, yeah, this is the polar opposite of gaining control over it, your it's life. It's the polar opposite. Every Oh my God. I, I have not gone to the extreme and like Lauren has in terms of like, fitness competitions, the marathons, Mm -hmm. like I'm like the the play it safer. Like if I go downhill skiing, I'm going left, right, left, right, left, (laughs) right, left, right. 1700 times to get to the bottom. Whereas Lauren would go, I would probably just go straight down and wipe out like 75 straight down. down. Like I'm the play it safer, but I'm all, I'm very extreme in terms of routine and like Mm -hmm. regimented, Mm -hmm. like, like 
if I do this, if I don't do this today, I'm a failure. Like everything has to be in its place. Everything has to be structured. Everything mm -hmm. has to be on a set schedule. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that, that I know we're kind of getting off a t on a tangent here, but like having my daughter, that has been one of the hardest things for me because there, there are days where there ain't no schedule. No. I mean, and that's just life. So it's, it's teaching me how to kind of loosen the reins and how to like ask for help and let other people in and be more go with the flow. Yeah, 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 like yeah. that's what I need. And I'm really working on that right now. But I, you know, from someone who has, has come from that other side of like being so freaking structured that I have anxiety over everything. Mm -hmm. That's what 75 hard can create. It's going to amplify it. If you already have it, it's going to amplify it. If you don't have it, you're going to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, think about this. You're following a diet, working out twice a day, drinking four liters of water, reading 10 pages of a book a day, taking a five minute cold shower and progress photos every day. We're going to go in through these one by one here in a second. Mm -hmm. But like all of that combined, if you don't, if you miss one step of that, you are a failure mm -hmm. in terms of 75 hard. Mm -hmm. Like that is exhausting. It's exhausting. That is so exhausting. It's going to create so much burnout. Yes. Burnout is the number one. So let's talk about symptoms real quick. Okay. Or side effects that you're going to, that, that we've been seeing people have when they say they failed and they have to start over mm -hmm. or they've gotten so far, or maybe they finished it. These are some of the side effects that are coming. Um, Number one, obviously the like trying to be a perfectionist is, yes. is happening, but burnout is burnout. happening. Burnout. Where people are so fatigued. They're so tired. Like, I just need a nap. I don't know why I'm just, and, and it's, we, it's, I mean, I get, I get it. I get that they're not seeing it mm -hmm. as like, this is causing your fatigue. It's yeah. not like that you had a donut four days ago. It's because you're doing this. That's what's causing the major fatigue. Yeah. Um, so I've been seeing that I've been seeing severe headaches. Yes. Really bad headaches. And, and using the, I, you know, I'm cleansing. I'm detoxing. I'm detoxing. It's because I had cake two weeks ago and now I've eliminated sugar and alcohol. So my body is like detoxing. No, it's not. Your body is fucking hungry. Right. And we used to tell people that when I would do cleanses and like sell cleanses, that's what I was taught at that point. Yes. Like, oh, it's just a detox symptom. It's, it's your not, body. It's, it's not. It's starvation. It's starvation. And when your body doesn't have sugar, Oh, we're teaching about all about this in our, our diet our, rebellion course. Yes. Yeah. When your body doesn't have sugar, it starts looking for other places to get that sugar from, which is usually your muscles. Then it can be from your organs. Yeah. Your bloodstream has sugar. So I was listening to a book today talking about what happens when you literally eliminate sugar from your diet and it's not good. No, it's not good. No. So you get headaches. Okay. And, um, I want to talk about this too. What I find very interesting is that they want you to, he wants you to follow a diet, but he also wants you to work out and, and it's not like his diet, you know, it's not like he made yeah. up this diet that goes with you working out two times a day. Like, okay, I understand you're working out two times a day. I'm going to make sure this diet is fueling you properly that so you, that you can do this. That you He's just like, do whatever fucking diet you want. Right. So you could go do keto and not eat a fucking carb and you're working out twice a day for, holy shit. Are yeah. you kidding me? Or, or I I don't know what diet these people are doing that are doing this, but well, if you're working out twice, you need, first off, I've just did a reel about how 2000 calories is not even enough to, that's not enough to sustain an adult. It's actually enough to sustain a child. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm, I'm sure the diet you're following with this set, or if you're doing it, following the set of your heart is not letting you eat 2000 calories. If you're working out two times a day, you probably, honestly, I don't know the number of calories that you're going to need, but it's a fuck ton more than 2000. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. More. And that's why you have a headache. Yeah. You could quote that too. That's what a fuck ton. ton more. Like, I'm not telling you how much you should eat because you should be listening to your body. Get into that part for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to be able to go through these one by one because we're so, oh, we're so fired up about this that we're just going to just randomly talk about it all. Because Things that just come to our brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. That's another huge thing. I think we covered a lot of the side effects. We did. Anxiety is a huge one, but that's, that is a really big issue. Injuries. Injuries. Injuries is another one. Got yeah. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is the listening to your body aspect. Okay. So what Lauren and I are, are teaching and preaching now and, and living by is listening to our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're hungry, you eat. If you're not hungry, you don't have to eat. If something sounds good, do it. We're even going to do uh, a podcast episode on drinking intuitively. Yeah. Cause we <laughs> so did that this weekend. Moving great. intuitively. Mm -hmm. I mean, sleeping, like there's so many aspects of listening to your body, but what 75 hard is, is teaching you to do and forcing you to do so that you don't fail at it. It's teaching you to stop listening to your body mm -hmm. because I can, I don't give a shit who you are. If you're doing two workouts a day, 45 minutes each, you are going to be exhausted mm -hmm. at some point over those 75 days mm -hmm. and you're going to push yourself through it. Yep. You're going to be sore as shit. You're going to still work out even though your muscles are like fucking stop torturing me. You're still going to work out. You're still going to do it so that you're not a failure. And if you get injured, you feel like even more of a failure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and, and two, you know, that's something for me personally, when I used to follow the, the beach body workouts that we would do, I would follow that calendar, you know, every single day, 21 days in a row, a hundred mm -hmm. days in a row. Mm -hmm. I mean, 80 days. 80 days in a row. And there were days I'd wake up and be like, I am so freaking sore. I don't want to do this today, but I would pull up my calendar and it'd be upper body. So I would go do it. Whereas now, now that I, I've had my daughter and physically I'm not, can't do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but it's helped me learn to listen to my body. And if I want to do a workout, I will. If I want to go to yoga, I'll go do that. If I want to do nothing, I will do nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas in a challenge like 75 hard, you, you're not listening to your body. You're forcing you're yourself completely through ignoring completely ignoring it in terms of your eating cues as well, because you're, you know, you're working out twice a day, but you're following whatever the hell diet you want to. Cause like he said, it's not, it's not specified. That's teaching you to go against your hunger and your fullness because you're going to be hungry, mm -hmm. but you're going to feel like a failure if you're not sticking to whatever diet plan you're following. Yep. Yeah. And he, he says, he also says no cheat meals. And I like how the article is actually on Cosmopolitan, which I was shocked that they were like kind of aligned with us. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I thought they would be all about diet culture. Me too. Um, but they're basically saying this is dumb. And it says, it's unclear what qualifies as a cheat meal, first off. But second off, no meals are a cheat meal. No. Just so everybody is clear, okay? Yeah. When you are listening to your body, when you're not sucked in diet culture, when you're not obsessed with food, when you're not restricting and doing all those things, food is neutral. Yeah. Okay? And, and that's something very different from what you and I used to preach. Yes. So if you're if – you're, We used to call them treat meals. We didn't did. want to call them cheat meals. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. But right now – 
where we're at in terms of, of our intuitive eating journey, just listening to our bodies. I mean, we have really worked on healing our relationship with food mm-hmm. and, and ditching diet culture. And that's been a huge aspect of it is if food looks good, sounds good, eat it. Yep. Pay attention to how it feels in your body. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, well, I'm going to be good all week. And then this weekend I'll let, I'll let loose. Well, what happens when you do that is you end up overeating, you end up binge eating, you end up feeling guilty, feeling shame over what you're eating. And then you feel like you have to rein it all back in and be good until Mm -hmm. the the next weekend. And I feel like what would, I don't know if we have time to do this, but I would love to do this is um, I would love, I don't know even how this is possible, do a study on everyone who does 75 hard. And I want to see what their eating habits are like when 75 hard's over. I really, I already know what the results would be. Um, but I would love to like have a study done because the results would be binge eating would be insane. People would be binge eating. Eating disorders would be through the roof. Meaning like People would, I mean, eating just, they'd be obsessed mm-hmm. with food, just completely obsessed. And I, and I think too, you know, at least in, in terms of my, my understanding of eating disorders or like mm-hmm. where I've kind of grew up with was like, you had to have a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You had to either be anorexic or bulimic. Or throwing up or That's doing, yeah. an eating disorder. And like, though, yes. But also I think what's really opened my eyes is that there's also this whole like gray area of disordered eating that people don't really talk about as much. I also don't know why they felt the need to switch the words. It's well, still an eating disorder though. If right. you're constantly obsessed and you can't, and you're restricting foods to the point where you're like unhealthy. Because eating disorders have a diagnosis, whereas disordered eating is I mean, I don't even know what percentage, but I... But you can't get diagnosed with disordered eating. So how does like a doctor point out that that needs fixed? They tell you that you're fine because you're not at the eating disorder level. Like that's what angers me. Me too. Oh, it's very screwed up. It's messed up. It's a whole other kind of... Anyways. Well, and the reason we get so fired up about it is because Lauren and I both had a shit ton of symptoms of eating disorders growing up. I mean, up until age high school, until our 30s and... We were never diagnosed. I actually, one story real fast. I went to the doctor when I was um, like, actually had an eating disorder. I know I did because I wasn't eating anything. And I was like trying to smoke cigarettes instead and like all this messed up Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. And um, they told me, because, you know, they were like concerned about my weight. They're like, oh, your weight's pretty low. They're like, just don't lose anymore. That's what they told me. Your doctor. I actually, yeah, I actually said I said, I think I'm struggling. Like, you're fine. Just don't lose any more weight. Like, no, I like think I like can't help it. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I wasn't at the weight or, or had the behaviors severe enough for them to give a fuck. Yeah. And well, and for me, for me, I was never thin enough for anyone to worry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also eating disorders don't just mean that you're like, super teeny tiny people right. who are in larger bodies also can have eating disorders. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah. that, that was my experience. And I think I'm a person who also is really good at hiding my struggles and hiding what I'm going through and just like internalizing all of that. So mm-hmm. I didn't go, I didn't ask for help. I didn't share what I was going through. Like I just dealt with it, mm-hmm. which made it a shitload worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah. And 
Yes. I mean, that's, they're not going to share what happens to people after they do 75 hard. Um, Yo, that's not true. They'll show you the success. Well, they'll show you those stupid progress photos. Right. But that's the short-term success. Yes. And, and the only thing you're seeing is that, that physical change. You also don't know what has been going on that whole 75 days with them either. You're not seeing the side effects. You're not seeing them skipping social events because they can't eat and have alcohol. You're not seeing them obsessing and body checking constantly in the mirror. You're not seeing them like literally dying of fatigue and not feeling good. You're not seeing like, you're not seeing that. Yeah. You're seeing, oh, they lost 14 pounds. I thought they five diets. Right. Right. That's what you're seeing. You're like, oh, let me do it. Yeah. No. And side note here, if you... If you are choosing to cut out alcohol for a reason other than weight loss, like, please do it. We right. have we have so many sober friends. Right. We go out to social events with them. We love them. I'm not choosing to do that, but that's my choice. That's Lauren's choice. Right. And it's your choice. If you want to do it, do it. I will never ask you why you're sober. No, I will never ever. question that. There's um, a difference yeah. between quitting something, anything food related or for- alcohol for weight loss purposes. There's also a difference between if somebody has a peanut allergy or a gluten sensitivity or whatever, that they can't eat the certain thing. That's different than someone saying, I'm gluten free because I want to lose weight. Right. Like same thing with being vegan, vegetarian. Like that's the whole point of intuitive eating is listening to your body and what feels good. So doing it anyway, the moral of the story is we think 75 hard is a hell to the no. Yeah. Um, might be, as of right now, one of the most toxic health and fitness trends out there. Because yeah. A, it's so vague. And B, it's just completely, completely disconnecting you. I mean, I want to contact everyone who does 75 hard afterwards and be like, come heal. Come heal. Come do our Die Rebellion. Come learn, do our intuitive eating well, group coaching. Because they're going to need it. They're going to need it. Yeah. Um, last last thing, here's what I want to end this episode on, is take progress photos every day. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. No. That's body checking. That is body checking. It's bad for your mental health. Yep. It's yep. very bad it's for your so mental It's so bad health. for your body image. And and here's, this is something we teach in our diet rebellion course as well. If you, if you wake up one morning... And you're like, oh my God, I feel amazing today. Look how good mm-hmm. these shorts look. Mm-hmm. Like I'm rocking this outfit. And an hour and a half later, you walk by a mirror and you're like, oh my God, I hate the way it, that my stomach looks in this. That is proof right there that it's not about your body. The body. Mm-hmm. It's not about your body. It's it's something else going right. on. We get into all of this when you work, when you choose to work with us. But taking progress photos every day is terrible anyway. Um, but every single day, your your body's not going to change that much to even see a difference one no. day to the next, first of all. Right. And also you're doing, it's like workouts so frequently that you're not allowing yourself to have rest days. So when that happens, your body actually will probably like like it, it expands. Yeah. Like your muscles and everything is are like swollen you and hold on to water. You have inflammation. You're drinking so much fucking water that your body is holding on to it. So honestly, like you're not gonna see much of a difference, and and it's not gonna it's not gonna be good. You need rest days. Uh-huh. Oh god, we okay. could literally talk about this for hours, but we're not going to. Moral of the story: We really hope that this was eye opening for you. Feel free to send this episode to someone who needs to hear it. Yes. And, and reach- before you ever decide to do something ever with that it has the word diet in it or anything extreme, 
please think about the symptoms and the side effects that come along with it. Don't yeah. just think of the short-term effects that it's going to have on your body because it's going to have some pretty awful long-term. Yep. And if, if you need to heal from this, we are here for you.